0: All right, folks, jam-packed news show I have for you today. And guess what? It really is only about a half a dozen news stories, but it was one of those very, very busy news days. We have huge surprise, shocker, coming from the Supreme Court. You'll see what I mean here in just a moment on that. We've got some very funny fakery. We're actually going to start off with that story. We've got some good news. And some bad news having to do with Trump and all kinds of other wackiness in between. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your brother. I am your host. My name is James. If you came here for a particular story, just check the timestamp either on the video, if you're watching the video here or down in the comment below or in the description box if you're listening or watching this uh, in a podcast format. Let's get into it, folks. Let's start off with this absolute fakery, funny fakery. I told you this would happen. And that is, once again, the infiltration of protests by fake feds and or actors. Okay, so uh, this is what we have here. One of the protesters who came out um, in Manhattan... During yesterday's protest in support of Donald Trump. One of the people there was independent reporter Rebecca Brannon, And she uncovered the fake Trump supporters. Who were supposedly there to protest Trump's impending arrest. By Alvin Bragg the Marxist leftist DA. And this is what one of the people that showed up. Was this uh, person trying to impersonate or perhaps. This was an homage to the famous uh, Anon Shaman. One of the protesters who released it out in the crowd was dressed as the infamous Anon Shaman, who was recently sentenced to four years of prison for his role in walking around the White House under close supervision of the Capitol Police. By now, I hope you saw the footage that was released by Tucker Carlson a couple weeks ago. So, the Trump supporters actually accused the Shaman of being a fed and wearing a wire, He takes off his clothes and proves that he doesn't have a wire. And then he starts jumping around yelling, Trump, 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 Trump. Okay? Who knows if the guy was legitimate? It's just he wasn't wearing a a wire. But here's where the thing gets really, really weird. Brennan tweeted about the anarchist tattoo she noticed on the neck of one of the Trump supporters. So as you can see here, look at that right there. That's a telltale sign of... Uh, of an uh, anarchist or a, an Antifa person when they when he noticed that they noticed that he had this Antifa tattoo. He pulled up his hoodie and what have you. Well, how about this guy right here? This guy really is a Trump supporter. I showed you yesterday those uh, five women in front of Trump Tower in New York City, two or three of them wearing masks. I think... I'm going to go out on a limb and say a majority of Trump supporters probably stopped wearing masks before the end of 2020. Let me repeat that. We're in 2023 and I would say a lot of people on the Trump train stopped wearing masks in 2020, maybe into 2021, but 2022, 2023, I don't know. Anyway, Brandon tweeted about the anarchist tattoo she notice on the neck of the Trump supporter. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Let me go back to uh, to to read the article. Um, She noticed on the neck of the Trump supporter who asked the shaman to prove he wasn't wearing a wire, he joined in jumping and cheering with the crowd of actual Trump supporters. But then something caught her eye. I noticed his Circle A tattoo, the classic symbol prominently associated with Antifa and anarchists. He knew I noticed, then he then put his hoodie up. Oops. And just like that, when Barry noticed the anarchist uh, neck tat, he quickly hit it up by pulling up on his hoodie. I mean, this is comical comical and of course she also commented on this poser yeah it's a real Trump supporter We're wearing I mean they just can't they just <laughs> they just can't shed their 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 antifa black hoodie sunglasses look crazy now here's the thing they found out uh afterward the guy dressed as the anon shaman is Wolverton. Danny Wolverton, also known as Special Head of Brooklyn, New York. The guy is an actor. And this guy posing as a Trump supporter, he was a a contestant on America's Got Talent. They're accusing him of this. We don't know if he's a Trump supporter or not, but he is an actor. In a series of tweets, Brandon exposes the aspiring actor as well as well-known New York City-based left-wing agitator Walter Masterson, who is known to dress up as a Trump supporter. Brandon has received several tips that we cannot uh, confirm that Masterson hired Wolverton to dress as the shaman for the protest. And this is the tweet Uh, also directly behind me is well known this guy right here, New York city based left-wing agitator, Walter Masterson, who is known to dress up as a Trump supporter. I received several tips indicating he very well, he very well may have hired the shaman since he's known for creating, creating spectacles, shock videos for the mainstream media. Uh, the guys and gals over at the Gateway Pundit, uh, Patty McMurray says they tried to verify this, but they could not. It gets wacky, right? I mean, literally, a 2000, uh, several years ago, uh, uh, several years ago, Masterson was on, uh, after more digging, Can also officially confirm lots of suspicions surrounding the authenticity of this shaman Trump supporter to actually be aspiring actor Danny, a.k.a. special head from Brooklyn, who appeared on America's Got Talent nine years ago and produces viral videos. Okay, folks, that's the power of citizen journalism. I'm very excited to see what this citizen journalist portal and support thing that the the upcoming O'Keefe Media Group is going to be doing. But let's talk about good news for traditional conservative media. Newsmax has returned to DirecTV after being dropped in January. Newsmax is returning to DirecTV after the satellite giant um, dropped the conservative news and commentary channel from its lineup in January over an alleged carriage dispute. The two companies announced a new deal today, according to The Hollywood Reporter, saying that the channel would return to DirecTV and its streaming service again beginning tomorrow. DirecTV's CEO Bill Morrow said in a statement, This resolution with Newsmax, resolving an all-too-common carriage dispute, all-too-common that seems to plague conservative news outlets, but I haven't heard of these disputes happening with the Marxist news outlets. Anyway, he said, resolving an all-too-common carriage dispute underscores our dedication to delivering a wide array of programming and perspectives to all our customers. Through our persistent negotiations, we, we reached a resolution under mutually agreeable business terms, allowing us to deliver the conservative news network at the right value, a reflection of the free market at work.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
0: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet, or I should say, DirecTV may have been influenced by the free market of people saying they're going to cancel DirecTV. Folks, satellite television got a big boost from rural America in the 80s. I remember um, I had a uh, my girlfriend in high school. She lived outside of town and there was no cable there. And she had a big old, you remember I'm talking about those big old gnarly dishes those satellite dishes, you know, they had several acres and she was out, uh, in the middle of nowhere and that's how they got TV. Um, and that's just, uh, you know, that was, that was in the nineties, but, uh, my, my wife in Mexico grew up on a ranch in central and, and Southern Mexico. And she had, um, and, and her, her family, even, you know, years later, also in the nineties had those big whole, uh, satellites. So what were they thinking? And I know Directv has, has, uh, DirecTV and uh, what's the other one? Dish Network have, with the smaller dishes, have penetrated into the more urban and suburban markets. But I would maintain that, uh, and someone if someone has the this down below, it's still a lot of rural places that can't get hardwired cable that are using these satellite uh, companies like DirecTV. It just seems like a real smack in the face to their customer base to not give them the news they want. And I wonder if that's really part of the story of them turning about face. Let's not forget folks that the left pretends like we have no purchasing power, but we do have purchasing power. And sometimes not always, but often maybe not as often as we'd like our voice and our dollar gets these greedy bastards to do the right thing. Now Newsmax uh, CEO, Chris Ruddy said, Newsmax recognizes and appreciates that DirecTV clearly supports diverse voices, including conservative ones. As a standalone company, DirecTV gave Newsmax its start nearly a decade ago as it continues to do with upcoming news networks, which is why we are pleased to reach a mutually beneficial agreement that will deliver our network to DirecTV, DirecTV Stream, and Uverse customers over the next several years. OAN may want to jump on this, and maybe uh, One American News can get back uh, as well. Okay, folks. Uh, real quick, I know most folks who come here don't come here for financial news, but this is important. Fed um, has hiked the rate up uh, a quarter of a percent, so the uh, so we've got a uh, an increase here. The I don't know if it's good news, but the more positive news is they're saying that they're just about their target at five point one. So. Uh, Increases are pretty much over at this point. Now, uh, the Federal Reserve on Wednesday enacted a quarter percentage point in interest rate increase, expressing caution about the recent banking crisis and indicating that hikes are nearing an end. Now, folks, here is what you need to know these rate hikes are decimating community banks, small banks, regional banks, and who's going to weather the storm? The big banks. There's going to be a consolidation and the big banks will win. Just like during the lockdowns of the pandemic, who won? Amazon, Walmart, Target, Costco, Sam's Club. See what they're doing here, folks? These Fed hikes are decimating community banks. Okay. Good news for President Trump. The hush money grand jury proceedings for today were canceled. I feel like I'm giving fake news. I'm not really giving you fake news. I'm reporting the news that is breaking and what the people are leaking out. Okay? That's my job. But President Trump himself said he was going to get arrested on Tuesday. That didn't happen. Then they said that he was going to get indicted today and perhaps have to report uh, next week. But now the grand jury proceedings were canceled. And this is something that I've been talking about on this channel. The DA's office, they're not all on board with this. There is dissension in the DA's office, according to unnamed sources. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has canceled the grand jury meeting that was scheduled to take place Wednesday as part of the investigation into former President Donald Trump amid speculation of a possible indictment, two sources familiar told Fox News. The grand jury was slated to meet Wednesday and was expected to hear from at least one additional witness, but Fox News has learned that Bragg's office canceled their proceedings. The Grand Jury was notified Wednesday morning and was placed on standby for Thursday. So, that's all we know. Perhaps it might happen, perhaps not. We can't confirm or comment on Grand Jury Matters, Bragg's office told Fox News. Now, the sources told Fox News today that it was canceled amid major dissension among the district attorney's office, one source claimed the district attorney is having trouble convincing the grand jury on potential charges due to the weakness of the case. Despite rumors of potential imminent indictment, sources familiar told Fox News that Trump has not been firmly notified about whether drag drag <laughs> Bragg actually plans to bring charges against him. There remains a real chance that Bragg does not choose to indict President Trump. Okay. Now, of course, President Trump responded to this news. Um, actually, actually, this is from a day ago. Okay, sorry. This is from this is him yesterday, replying responding to him not being indicted on Tuesday. Uh, reports and almost everybody says, even after in-depth legal study and review, that there was no crime, no affair, no bookkeeping bookkeeping error, or misdemeanor. Know nothing other than now proven lies by Michael Cohen, a convicted felon and perjurer, and the strong likelihood of an extortion plot against me. So after getting crushed yesterday by Cohen's highly respected attorney with the case against me fully disproven, why is the DA searching for yet another witness, Trump derangement syndrome? And that was yesterday, and they didn't. the witness did not come in today because they canceled the grand jury. Maybe they're coming tomorrow, who knows? It's good news hearing that there is dissension in the DA's office, even in crazy places like New York and California, folks, there are good people, even within the uh, establishment. And maybe there's just some fair people, and maybe there's people who hate Trump, but know there's no legal case and don't want to go down that route. Okay, but things are heating up with the Fed case against President Trump and the documents in Mar-a-Lago. Let me remind you, all of this is happening that I'm about to report while Joe Biden, who never, uh, who was not president when he had those, uh, he was uh, vice president and senator. So it was before him being in the Oval Office, but he had classified information, not just in his home, but in his garage at the Biden, uh, UPenn Biden Center uh, and over at the uh, Biden Institute uh, at another university. And yet, mums the word and complete cooperation and a hush job. And yet, the bastards like Merrick Garland and other people with a straight face say, we apply justice and the law uniformly without favor. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. Sold! Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash
1: switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Whatever. A federal appeals court in a sealed order Wednesday Directed a lawyer for Donald Trump to turn over to prosecutors documents and investigation into Trump's retention of classified records at his Florida estate. Once again, President Trump was president. He had a skiff to view these documents in Florida. And the president has the ultimate power and authority to declassify anything. That's like my children trying to tell me. Well, my children are all adults now. My youngest... Junior number two, the former editor of this program, who will be back uh, for his summer break editing our show once again for the summer, training our new editor at that time. He is our youngest. He just recently turned 18. Um, I went on a total aside there. I forgot what I was going to say, and it's going to come off as a proud dad moment. Yes, I'm a proud dad. He just turned 18 during his third semester at university, so... I give all credit to my awesome wife, but I digress. If you don't mind my digression and you want to hear me talk about all kinds of things and especially things that I can't really fully analyze on YouTube, make sure you check my other show, BCP unfiltered links to everything are down below. President Trump was, uh, the president and he had the right to declassify everything. He had a skiff. Now, Joe Biden is getting a complete pass. They are trying to ramp this up. Of course, we're talking about the uh, Jack Smith special counsel on Trump. The ruling is significant for the Justice Department, which has focused for months not only on the uh, hoarding, I love the hoarding of classified documents at Mar a Lago, but also why Trump and his representatives resisted demands to return them to the government. It suggests the court has sided with prosecutors who have argued behind closed doors that Trump was using his legal representation to further a crime. Now folks, this is what we're having here. The attorney-client privilege, they have to figure a way around this. So they're accusing President Trump of colluding with his attorneys to to commit a crime, and that is why they are able to subpoena his witness his attorneys, turn them into witnesses and completely decimate the law, legal standing and the constitution and the right of a Person who is innocent until proven guilty to openly consult and talk to their attorney and have client attorney privilege. ABC News breaking the story. Special counsel claims Trump deliberately misled attorneys about classified documents, a judge wrote. The judge said there could be indications of criminal violations per sources. So just as now remember, this this all started happening on Friday. Then on Saturday, President Trump says he's going to get arrested on Tuesday. On Tuesday, And ever since then, DA Alvin Bragg has been trying to indict President Trump. I also reported that they're trying to get President Trump on some kind of RICO statute for that phone call and for his activity at the end of 2020 in challenging what was going on in Georgia. Let me just cut to the chase here, folks. Judge Barry Howell... Leaked all this stuff right on Friday, her last day, before passing the baton to a another judge who's taking over over for her, an Obama appointee. Trump's lawyers ap- appealed the ruling by Judge uh, Barry, Beryl Howell. However, the D.C. Court of Appeals stayed the ruling on Wednesday, the three-judge panel that ruled in favor of special counsel Jack Smith is stacked with Obama and Biden judges. The three-judge panel that issued the decision include Cornelia Pillard, an appointee of President, former President Barack Obama, and J. Michelle Childs and Florence Pan, both appointees of President Joe Biden. This is absolute Marxist tyranny, folks. This is the Obidens putting in their own people to go after a former president of the opposing party. You can't make up this scumbaggery at all. So it was ABC that uh, broke this story that uh, the special counsel is looking to go after President Trump on this idea that he deliberately misled his attorneys. Therefore, his attorneys no longer have client attorney-client privileges and can be subpoenaed. Prosecutors in the special counsel's office have presented compelling preliminary evidence that Donald Trump knowingly and deliberately misled his own attorneys about his retention of classified materials. U.S. uh, Judge Beryl Howell, who on Friday stepped down as the D.C. District Court's chief judge, wrote last week that prosecutors and special counsel's Jack Smith's office had made a prima facie showing that the former president had committed criminal violations, according to the sources. In her sealed filing, Howell ordered that Evan... Uh, Corcoran, an attorney for Trump, should comply with a grand jury subpoena for testimony on six separate lines of inquiry over which she had previously asserted attorney-client privileges. Sources added that Howell also ordered Corcoran to hand over a number of records tied to what Howell described as Trump's alleged criminal scheme echoing prosecutors. Of course, because they're all playing for the same team. This is what President Trump had to say on that. First of all, on ABC leaking this. Remember, this is a sealed document, but ABC is reporting on it. Funny how that works. Trump campaign statement on fake ABC news story. Shame on fake news ABC for broadcasting illegally leaked false allegations from a never Trumper, now former chief judge against Trump legal team. This disinformation is on par with their breathless Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 and no collusion Mueller speculation, all of which were totally disproven. These leaks are happening because there is no factual or legal basis or substance to any case against President Trump. The deranged Democrats and their comrades in the mainstream media are corrupting the legal process and weaponizing the justice system in order to manipulate public opinion because they are clearly losing the political battle. The real story here that fake news ABC should be reporting is that prosecutors only attack lawyers when they have no case whatsoever. President Trump is the only leader fighting for the constitution in order to protect the American people from being abused by a crooked system. Bravo, president Trump. And it doesn't end. And the idea is so that CNN, MSNBC, and the mainstream media can say, well, folks, we're creating a lot of smoke. Which is not even smoke. It's like, I don't know. They're using dry ice to tell people, look, there's smoke. Where there's smoke, there must be fire. And it's the same crap they've been doing for the last seven years. Well, let's end with this story, folks. A shocker from the Supreme Court overturning the appeals court that upheld this previous ruling. The Supreme Court threw out a federal appeals court decision. On March 20th, that upheld the right of a minor to go to court for permission to pursue pregnancy termination without notifying her parents. Now, here's the shocker, folks. I'm going to go into a little detail, but not in too much detail. Is this, that every single justice ruled in favor of over overturning the appeals court, except for crazy Katanji Brown-Jackson. She was a sole member of the supreme court that filed the dissenting opinion in the case so this is the case a pregnant minor jane doe visited her local courthouse to apply for a dispensation allowing her to bypass parental consent for her to terminate her pregnancy the office of the petitioner michelle chapman a circuit clerk for uh, randolph county missouri told her that she couldn't file a bypass petition without notifying a parent. That was the rule. So she went to Illinois and she got authorization there and was able to terminate her pregnancy absent parental notification. So Doe then filed a lawsuit in federal district court for damages, saying that Chapman, who was just doing her duty as a clerk, violated her 14th Amendment rights. Now Chapman rightfully took the position That she was immune to lawsuits because she followed a Missouri statute and a judge's direction. She was doing what a judge and what the state statute did. She didn't break the law in violating Jane Doe's 14th Amendment rights. She was doing her job. Chapman also claimed that Doe's right to bypass hearing wasn't clearly established and therefore she couldn't have violated her rights. So, in what was perceived as a victory for the pro-Roe v. Wade movement, the district court ruled against Chapman finding that the statute didn't require pre-hearing notification of the minor's parents to obtain judicial authorization for her to terminate her pregnancy. The Eighth Circuit Court later determined that that the Doe's claim must be allowed to proceed. Now, this is the good news. The Supreme Court did not... Uh, agree with the appeal court. They upheld the original um, thing saying that no... See, this all happened because Roe v. Wade was overturned. And so they said, nope. Nope. And it gets uh, kicked back down to the lower courts. Instead of disposing the case by denying Chapman's petition and leaving the Eighth Circuit ruling intact, the Supreme Court similarly granted Chapman's petition in a grant vacate and remand order. In doing so, the, score, the court skipped over the oral argument phase when the merits of the case would have been considered and moved directly to judgment. And it's gone. Now, Kataji Brown-Jackson says that in doing that, they didn't uh, they didn't allow the case to set precedent. And that is what she is contending. But folks, the shocker here is not just that the Supreme Court overturned the appeals court upholding um the appeals court upholding uh uh, this without parental consent it's that everyone but just one justice was on board with this ruling and that in itself um and that in itself is the miracle is the shocker that the supreme court throughout the federal appeals court decision that upheld the right of a minor to pursue terminating her pregnancy without notifying her parents. I don't know. I just wasn't expecting that from a majority, even the left side, the Marxist side of the bench. All right, folks, please like, share, and subscribe. And press follow if you're listening to this on our podcast platforms. Don't forget about our other show on YouTube called The BCP Report on our sister channel, The BCP Report. Links to everything are down below. Also check out our other show, BCP Unfiltered. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye. God bless.